welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Unbroken. My name is Dr. Taylor Luster and I am your host. And today I have a little something different for you. Today I am going to be talking to you myself. And there's a couple of reasons for that, but the biggest reason is that I screwed up. So usually I have some fantastic um, speakers on here to just talk to you about all of their amazing stories. And these last two episodes, I had gotten ahead and was planning ahead and um, recorded with Dr. Shelby Carter and Dr. Justin Rinder, or I'm sorry, Mr. Justin Rinder. And I messed it up somehow. Somehow my audio wasn't recording and theirs was, but mine wasn't. So I'm going to have to go in there and do some fancy footwork to make these episodes come out, but they are going to be fantastic when they do, and I can't wait to bring them to you. But in the interim, you get me. So <laughs> I'm going to babble at you a little bit, but I actually have some um, hopefully interesting content to share with you um, for this next little part, I guess. So first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this past week because it's been insane, and then I'll get to the actual topics. So bear with me for just a minute. So, um, like I said, the episodes were messed up. So I was obviously already like, oh my gosh, I gotta record all of these things. I gotta fix this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, we had our first event like ever in the office or for the office, um, this past Saturday. So obviously the week leading up to that has, it was a little crazy. And we had all of these things to do as far as planning, like what did we need, packing, you know, all of that. So the week was crazy. We were kind of behind on some things. Um, or maybe we were kind of on time. I don't know. I guess it depends on how you pack. But <laughs> I'm always kind of a whirlwind, I guess. But um, I, it was Tuesday evening and I had a series of events from Tuesday evening to, I guess, really up until probably Monday that were just really weird. So I want to share them with you and talk to you a little bit about it for a second. So Tuesday evening, I was supposed to meet my boyfriend or he was supposed to come over and we were going to cook and just, just Netflix and chill, I guess. And I was running late. I was running late with a patient and I was like, Hey, can you just come meet me? Let's go get dinner after I'm done with this patient. He's like, sure. No problem. Well, that day I had gotten in a new security camera up until this point, we had had security like on the whole office, but we didn't have security looking out into the parking lot. And we just felt like it would make us feel better because it's, you know, mostly me and my mom as the office manager and uh, Miss Trish Dunn as our receptionist slash chiropractic assistant. And, um, you know, some ladies, you know, I mean, we are all licensed to carry and stuff, but you know, it just makes you feel better to be able to have like cameras and be able to park in front and know that, you know, you just checked another box. Do you know what I mean? So we got this ring camera in and, um, I asked my boyfriend to put it up that day and I don't know why I felt like compelled to ask him. I was just like, you really need to put this up today. And he was just like, okay. So he put it up. No big deal. Great. So next day I wasn't really supposed to come in. So Wednesdays are our days off and I was not supposed to come into the office, but, um, 
I ended up coming in for a second. So I went to go get adjusted first thing. And then um, I think at nine or 10, I went to go get adjusted and then come, uh, I guess I, we were done at like 1030, maybe 11. And um, then I was supposed to at by 1230 be at this meeting with a neurosurgeon at like, it, it's like 30 minutes away from where I'm at. So um, I had a little bit of time to spare, like 45 minutes. And so I was just kind of farting around. So I was on my phone and I was, I just had this compelling urge to text Dr. Rachel Taylor and she will be on, um, coming soon here. But I had this compelling urge to just text her and I, I don't know what about, like I was, I was just like, I started a text and I was like, this is crazy. I don't, what am I texting her? I don't know. So I started deleting it. And as I'm deleting it, she calls me. <laughs> I was just like, I was just texting you. And she was like, yeah, that's crazy. You know, like I just knew I needed to call you and my mom wants to see something at your office. Do you have a few minutes? I'm just a few minutes away. Do you have a few minutes to stop by and so I can show it to her? And I was like, sure. So, um, this was kind of impromptu. Obviously I, I got to the office and get out of my car and Rachel's already there and we're walking around and, um, when we walk, walk into the office, we were just going to be in there for a few minutes. Um, show her mom around really quickly and sat there talking in, in the reception for maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. And, um, and then, you know, we all had to dart and, so I immediately got into the car, locked up, and um, got in the car and went on my on my way to my neurosurgeon meeting. And when I get there, I realize that I can't find my purse. And <sighs> I thought I left it back at the office. Long story short, I did not leave it back at the office. And once I had like looked everywhere, I was like, oh my god, I I need to look at the ring. So I looked at ring and sure enough, I can see myself getting out of the car without my purse and I'm parked right in front and it's, I'll be at, it is like 11 o'clock broad daylight and right in front of a storefront, like a very busy storefront. So, I mean, with lots of, I mean, there are cameras around here, so fairly ballsy anyways. Um, so we, um, I can see myself getting out and I'm fiddling with the keys and I remember I remember pushing it, but I guess it didn't lock, which is just, I know, I know hindsight, right? Um, but anyways, um, and I knew I was just going to run in for just a few minutes, you know, and I was going to be standing in reception. In fact, we were standing in reception. You can hear us talking when this guy steals my purse out of my car. And I'm telling you, I mean, the ring shows you that it happened in 15 seconds and he was a pro like he apparently did this all the time like his um, license plate was covered up and obscured he was wearing long sleeves in the middle of texas summer weather that doesn't happen um so, and i could see him holding his sleeve so he, over the um the handle so he wouldn't touch it and if you were watching him even if you had watched him i mean god it looks so smooth it looked like there was no like panic or sneakiness, I guess. It just, it looked smooth. Like he clearly knew how to not draw attention to himself. Um, 
so anyways uh, it was just a it was just a lot of obnoxious stuff afterwards do you know what I mean like canceling all cards and getting all your new licenses and all of this bull you know like bleh. anyways so um this happened you know so that whole day was basically taken over because I had to call the cops and all of these things was taken over by that you know and trying to shut down bank accounts and all of that so um and then the next day you know was continued some of that like I have to continue shutting down some of these things because by the time I had called some of them it was five six o'clock and those places are closed so it was a mess um so needless to say everything that could have been or that I should have been doing for like the strongman event and all of these things um was pushed was postponed so here comes the strongman event on um Saturday and it was good it was um it was really neat to see all of these amazing athletes and doing that were doing just these amazing feats of strength like they are just I personally don't feel compelled to like pull a truck or or lift a tire or throw a tree you know but that's that's just me <laughs> and I admire the uh, the people who feel like they need to do that or they want to do that and I think that's awesome um, my doctor self is cringing a little bit like oh my god you're gonna break that you know like that kind of thing but um, it was really interesting to watch and then it was really cool to be able to take care of those athletes before and after some of the event because you know after they'd messed some things up or you know before right before to make sure that they were able to do it you know being in line and everything so it was really kind of a cool experience the big caveat there is that I don't know whether it was on purpose or on accident but the venue did not turn on the AC now this is a very busy event and it is the summer in Texas and let me just tell you it was cooler outside than it was inside and I think somebody had like a thermometer in there or something and it was like 96 degrees in there and we were in there for 12 hours and not even exaggerating it everybody was drenched in sweat and it was super gross and you know I'm over here trying to adjust people that are sweaty and I'm dripping sweat it's it was it was fun <laughs> but aside from that it was really cool to be able to be a part of that and I'm actually excited because we're doing um, a bodybuilding event in Austin at the end of the month so that should also be fun um, but it's just really cool to be able to work on these incredible athletes um, I was really honored by that but it just seemed like such a funny thing that I don't know that why was the AC off you know it's just a weird it's just a bunch of weird stupid things anyways so um, I, at this point I was mostly just rolling with the punches because that's what you do in an event, you know? And, um, so then Sunday, uh, well, first of all, we were there from like eight to eight. I get home, I collapse basically because I'm exhausted and Sunday I spent most of the day sleeping, recovering. Um, but then Monday we come back in and it was our Mondays are fairly slow usually which is nice because we get to catch up but um, it was pretty much like that for most of the day so we unpacked all of the things and blah 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 anyways um, 
so then we are it's it's really close to the end of the day it's like 4 30 or something like that and um my last patient calls and she's like i just got told i have to work on this i'm so sorry i'm, I'm not gonna make it it's like no problem you know i had a patient at five or whatever so that was gonna be my last patient my five o'clock and um i'm finishing up with her and it's 5 30 at that point and all of a sudden there the phone is ringing off the hook and the door is opening like over and over and over again <laughs> so um and I'm talking to my patient and I'm like, what is happening? You know, what, what is going on up there? I'm hearing all these voices, like what is going on? So, um, we had four patients, like two were on the phone and then two literally just walked in all within like, I kid you not, like a 10 minute, I mean, not even that, it was like within five minutes total. Like they were all there and some of them are filling out paperwork right then and there. And then she's trying to talk to them and just just all sorts of ridiculousness like <laughs> um but it, and then one of the patients was like can you adjust me now and I was like well sure I guess if you finish the paperwork soon you know before we close so he starts to do that <laughs> and then the patient that I just finished her car like her alternator didn't work it like wasn't turning on or whatever and so this is a young, this new patient's a young guy and he offers to go help her or whatever. So long story short, like we didn't get out of there till like eight again. <laughs> it was, it's just been a lot. And I feel like, and now it's like the first of the month, it's the beginning of the month. So I'm getting all of these like, oh, well your payment didn't go through, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I know my payment didn't go through cause I canceled my cards, but I can't fix it yet. Cause I don't have any cards. So cool. You know? <laughs> it's just a mess so I feel like I'm like super behind and um, we're recording this on Wednesday and um, it's supposed to go out tomorrow so you know it's going super well <laughs> but with that it leads me to oh and I, we had one more thing in there to add so we are um, we're we've been getting busier and we're kind of hitting that three-month mark and we are we're having some transition um, between like marketing stuff that we're doing and whatnot, um, management groups. And um, there was just a lot of different things that we were gonna play with. Like we basically changed how we do all of our scheduling. We changed some of the office layout. I mean, just a lot of things. So to add, you know, insult to injury on all of that, you know, that's what, what we were doing. Um, so it just all felt super overwhelming because it was a lot, a lot, and it still is. I mean, I still have not caught up, like, even a little bit, it's fine. But it leads me to my topic, which is um, really rolling with the punches on some of these. So yes, there were some things in here that could, any, I guess any one of them that I felt like could have, um, I don't know, could have made things bad. But, or, or too difficult or maybe made you pause, you know, but I felt like rolling with the punches is really how you have to go with this. And as a new business, I think that that has been the biggest lesson I've learned so far as far as the opening process and just in general is uh, you just, and that, that sounds so cliche, I guess, but it's really true. Um, 
just having that flexibility to know that it's going to be all right. And it's not that, I mean, there are worse things. So like when, when the guy stole my purse, it was like, uh, it was, it was stressful because it was, there was a lot to, to fix and shut down and stuff. But my mom always says, and I really appreciate it and I kind of want to share it, um, that if someone has to take things like that or to hurt you like that or belittle you, then they must really need it more than you. Now, this doesn't excuse poor behavior or that they're doing this for a living or whatever, but it does say, you know what, I don't need this. And okay, if you really need it more than me, then God is good and he, the universe balances out and um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up in fairly the same place as I was before. So I don't know if you listened to the first episode with, um, Michael Ortiz, but he says something along the lines of, if my house burned down today, then I would, you know, insurance would pay out and I'd, um, in not so long a time, I'd end up in very much the same place, very much the same situation that I already was in. And that's what this feels like, is it felt like, okay, you know, like, yes, he took that, but he didn't really take anything from me. Do you know what I mean? Um, it, it made it a hassle. It was like the stupid hiccup, but it's okay. And, um, I think that that's where some of, and like the same thing with the strongman event, you know, like we could have gotten up and left cause it was so friggin' horrible how hot it was. Like, I mean, it was just bad. Um, but we didn't. And from that, we were able to get a number of patients. We were, we, we ended up really enjoying some of the event and it was just different, you know? So we really rolled with that punch and I thought we did a great job and, um, and I was just really proud that we participated in it. You know, we, we could have walked away cause it was really uncomfortable, but instead we were working hard the whole time and that's rolling with the punches, you know? Um, and so I just feel like this whole thing has been, uh, even with, you know, all of a sudden we had a major influx of patients, like, like I was saying. Um, and it just felt like, okay, now we have to scramble and change everything, but that's okay. You know, it's all for the better and it probably needed to be changed, but it's just rolling with that. And I know that seems like just such a cliche thing to do, but implementing it is it's super difficult. It's super difficult to not get bogged down in that this is stressful and what do I do now? <laughs> so I really like, you know, like, okay, you, all you can do is sit and watch until the next choice you have to make and then make the best choice that you can on those, on those, that next step. And I, I kind of appreciate that. Um, Michael, my boyfriend and I are playing a game and it's kind of a story narrative game anyways. And so you tells, it tells part of the story and then you have to make a choice at some point, you know, like right or left, this or that, that kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. And, um, it's kind of like that. Life is kind of like that. You just kind of, the dice are thrown 
and you don't have a whole lot of control over them, but you do have a whole lot of control over how you react to it. And I think that where I'm taking this is when it comes to health, a lot of how well you do, how your body copes with things is how you cope with stress, how you deal with pain. And whether or not you feel like you can change things or you can be empowered to help yourself, those are really big things that are vastly underrated. For example, I have um, a patient that she has she has some some shoulder pain that is persistent and it is consistently when she is stressed emotionally and when she is able to take control of some of that it just melts and I'm not saying that all pain is in your head but I am saying that there is a lot more in our control than we've given ourselves credit for as far as what we can control in our body and our health and everything else you roll with the punches you know the rest of life all external to you is not super in your control I mean some things like you choose your environment and the food you eat but that comes in you know all of the things but ultimately all of it is how do you respond how does your body cope how is it all you can all I can do is control this myself and so I think that we've, we've just been in this place where we've been lied to, you know, where we have this idea that we need something external to control a lot of the internal, to control how we handle situations, how our health, what our health looks like. I know that there is some major political narratives and whatnot um, that's going on in the world right now that you can extrapolate this to. Um, but we have, we've been lied to about how much control we have over these things. Um, the, the power of your mind. I, I, I had this quote and I thought it was fantastic and I don't remember where I got it from, but at any given moment, every single cell in your body listens to you, listens to your brain. Every single one is tuned in directly to whatever your brain has to say. And maybe, you know, it speaks different languages for different things or whatever. I don't know what, however you want to think about it, but every single one listens to your brain. So think about the power of that. If you say, if you have the narrative that I'm broken, I'm sick, I'm hurting, I'm a victim, I can't get better, there's no end to this pain. What does that do? You know, like what are the ramifications of every single cell thinking that? Well then, my entire body's gonna function with that narrative. And I talk a little bit about these in my Minute Mindsets. Um, that I've done here on YouTube about talking nicer to yourself and this is really why is because it is if we can control this inner landscape you know if we can create this paradise inside that is just super strong and really there's not much on the outside that's gonna rock the boat 
Do you know what I mean? Like, sure, someone steals your purse. Sure, your house burns down. Sure, you know, any of these things, which all suck, albeit, it's not going to rock the inner landscape if that makes sense. So you're going to be able to handle stress better. You're, it's not going to necessarily throw off your sleep, you know, maybe for more than that day. You're not going to see chronic health issues as a result of it. Um, just a lot of, you're not going to have anxiety attacks or panic attacks or maybe depression or whatever. And, or if you do have those things, you'll be able to manage them better. And I guess that's really where we're going with this, is there are a, there is a lot more in our control than we give ourselves credit for. And I'm not trying to say that there are not mental health conditions or that pain isn't real or whatever, but all of them are hugely impacted by how you cope with stress. Because if you are unable to process stress, if you are unable to get it out of your system, if you are unable to cope, then your body can't let it go. And this is significant. As Dr. Christy Church said in her things, feelings are supposed to be um, emotions in motion, I think is what she says. Um, they are supposed to pass. And all of this pain and um, things that get stuck in, in and feelings in general that get stuck in your body, they're supposed to pass and we didn't let it pass and that's why it gets stuck. So I think this idea of rolling with the punches is really profound because it's, it's so much more than I guess just those few little words. It's really just controlling the inner landscape as best as possible to cope with whatever the world gives you. And that's all we can do, right? Truly, all we can do is control how we react to things uh, and how we cope with things that happen around us or to us. So I guess that was my first little message here. And then my second um, is kind of going along with that same thing. Um, there are bad things that happen in this world and there are two ways that people tend to cope with bad things and one of them is going to be blame and that's a big one and then the other one um, is going to have a lot more to do with just shutting it down. So uh, most people don't processing, don't process their emotions the way ideally it would be to get them out. Um, it's hard, it's ugly, and it's the shadow work that we've talked about in, like, in a couple of these episodes. Um, but I think it's important because the way to get some of these out, as we've been talking about, um, there's, there's a, a bunch of beautiful things that you can do as far as like gratitude and whatnot. But one of the biggest ones that we haven't super mentioned is forgiveness and giving grace. So I'm mentioning this because I think that on a lot of levels, um, this is one of the most important things that you can do because, uh, you know, you've heard the cliche thing where forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. Well, that's, that's kind of true. It's kind of really true, but more than that, it's for both. I, I would first say that 
the energy that you put out into the world. You know, if you were, we, we recently had this conversation, Miss um, Patricia Dunn and I, about the power of words, you know, so get a little spiritual on you guys. Um, God created the world by saying, saying, let there be light. Now, this is obviously not something that we can prove. And it is a purely, I guess, figurative thing, possibly. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Does God speak words? I don't know. But in the Bible, it says, he spoke, let there be light. So take that with whatever it is. But that the power of the words made light. That's what that is saying. Then step two is he gave us the Bible. Now, that's an interesting way, and the Ten Commandments, I guess, both written word. Interesting way to pass on um, something so powerful. Now, I would argue that you, the, the number one line that he gave you is your soul, and you can always tap into that and, you know, you have a direct line with him. But the interesting part of that is sometimes we need a guidebook. Sometimes we need some instructions, instruction manual. And to me, that's what the Bible really is, is just um, a clearer instruction manual for when you're lost. And it's words. Now, let's take that to the other side. What do witches do? What do, what is, what is the, I guess what demons or whatever you want to call it, they curse you and to curse is using words. So all of this is really about, and prayer, the power of words. So taking that A to what we were talking about with your internal environment and what you're saying to yourself, but also with what you say out loud, you know, um, A lot of the times like these things with gossip or whatever and believe you me I'm totally guilty but a lot of the times these things they're meaningless and they they don't super have a lot of influence but when they're said with poor intention it, that's really what it's about with the intent your intention that you put behind that the power behind your intention it puts out negativity in the universe in that person's direction and vice versa you know um, positivity that's the power of prayer right putting out positive um intention into the universe in that person's direction um now you know how much does it take to sway one way or the other i don't know but there's power in those things. So if you take that power and internalize it and you are unable to forgive, but you have this narrative in your head about like, I can't forgive that person. Like, fuck that. Like, that was horrible. I'm not dealing with that again. Like, you have this earworm, I guess, that's just constantly talking to you about how you can't forgive that person the toxicity doesn't get out i mean you you might be verbalizing it here and there or whatever but you have really just poisoned yourself with that 
because you didn't let it out. Do you know what I mean? And when you let it out into the air, you know, whether or not, when you really release things, it has a different kind of, um, a different power to it, a different charge. Um, it's kind of more of a neutral charge or even a positive charge when you release things because it like did its bit and now it's free to go. As opposed to like when you curse and let's say it has a negative charge or when you send prayer, it has a purely positive charge. But when you just let something go, it's much more of a neutral energy charge. So, um, that is, I think that when you let that out, when you let it out of your system, it really, really helps the universe in general because now you've a fixed yourself and B, you've released a lot of this neutral energy, which can be used one way or the other. Um, so releasing words, releasing this neutral energy out is so important because when it's in you and it's toxic, it really just poisons you. And where I'm going with this, I guess, is forgiveness and Oh, it's a really hard thing to do, a really shitty thing to do, you know, when someone wrongs you and especially if they never apologize or they really don't think that they did anything wrong or they can't apologize or I don't know, you know, like whatever the circumstances are, you and even if they do apologize, does it really even make up for what was done? You know, like, I don't know. But I know that if I hold on to it, it hurts me, it destroys me, and I keep it in my body. And I'm keeping that toxicity boiling in my body, you know? And I have enough shit where I can't get over it or whatever, or enough poor mental talk that I need to get rid of as much of it as I can, you know? It, it means I don't need to, I don't know, keep holding on to situations that I can't change, that repeating in my head a thousand times is not going to make better, that I'm never going to get a close to that chapter, to that book, you know? But how do you let it go? How do you forgive and let go for these things that are that deep or that toxic? I think that the only way, and even then it's a, a, an incredible struggle, is to allow grace to say, I fuck up too. And that was a super shitty fuck up, you know, like that was not cool. But I'd like another chance for when I have those, you know, I'd like to, I don't know, get out of jail for a card or however you want to apply that situation, you know? So I guess I can let part of that go or I can let some of that go because it's not doing me any good. And in fact, it's fueling toxicity for me. But more than that, you know, what can I do for it? I, and I want to be able to, to be given forgiveness in the future for myself. I think 
I had a recent example. I'm gonna be pretty vague with this. Um, where someone had wronged me and I had an opportunity to provide grace to say, yeah, you screwed up. You really did. And that sucked. But I'm not perfect and I can forgive you because, because you're worth it, because I don't want to hold on to this toxicity, because, because I feel better letting it go. And that person had the super hard time dealing with the grace that I gave. That person much preferred to be punished. And what does that say, you know, of the world, of our mindset with things? That we would prefer to be punished than to be forgiven. That it's easier to understand punished than to deal with being forgiven. I think it goes back to shame on that person's part. And that's a whole internal struggle for that person. But my job uh, as a human on this earth, I guess, is not necessarily to judge it's to forgive, to provide that grace. And I'm not the best at it, but I, I really think it's needed more in society. And I, I've recently had a few examples in my life where I think some people really needed that second chance, you know, just to say, you know what? Yeah. You really screwed up, but look at what you've done since. Look at how you're feeling, how you behave. Is it genuine? All of these things, you know. And more than that, can I be the better person? Um, Michael said to me, um, one of his favorite mottos that he tries to live by is, do the right thing even when no one's looking. And it's cliche, but I've really been thinking about that. I really like that. Um, and I think it's important. I think it's really important because I don't want to, I don't want to hold toxicity. I want to heal. I don't want to, I just want to feel this light and love in my system all the time. You know, I mean, it beats the hell out of the dark and angsty, you know, and that's coming from me, which if you haven't met me yet, you know, like a lot of people thought I'm a little angsty. <laughs> I was a little, um, well, I'm wearing all black and skulls, you know, if you can't see me, but, um, I was a little emo growing up. It's fine. Maybe goth, whatever, but <laughs> maybe I never grew out of it, whatever. But, um, It's just easier. Life is easier when you can let those things go. When you, you can handle stress, you can roll with the punches, and when you can learn to forgive.
it's really easier and I've been through some shit and I can tell you that forgiving uh, forgiving some of those people it's the hardest thing and it's daily you know but I feel better knowing that I'm trying to forgive at least than trying to hold on to it do you know what I mean um, so I guess that's really my message and I know it was a little bit of a ramble and a babble and I hope that you stayed with me a little bit on that um, but I've really just been thinking a lot about these things about what is success in life look like in business in health and they all seem to kind of circle around the same idea of rolling with the punches and forgiveness and talking nicer to ourselves I guess um, so yeah I guess that's really where I'm gonna end things I know that that's not our usual conversation um, but we had to have some filler somewhere right <laughs> but this is I, I have a lot of topics that I eventually want to talk to you guys about um, I'm gonna go in some more depth about my own personal story and then we're gonna have some of these people that um, like Dr. Christy Church or, Dr. or Mr. Michael Ortiz or Dr. Shelby Carter or really any of these people that you've heard so far we're gonna have um, some of them on here to really go into some of these stories because we just got a, a very broad overview picture and I would like to go more in depth on some of them um, but for right now that's where I'm probably going to end things and we will have the future to look forward for those. Um, I definitely would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you want to hear about as far as whether it's from me or from the guests we've already had or guests that we're going to have. I would love to hear what you have to say. So um, leave us a message in the comments or reach out to us and um, I'm just super happy to have you here and um, I hope that you glean a little something even from when I ramble. Sorry guys. Um, you can find all of our social media links of course everywhere. Follow us as Fearlessly Unbroken or Inner Sanctum Chiropractic or me as Dr. Taylor Ray Luster um, on I don't know any of the platforms all of the platforms and um, yeah I guess that's it guys. I hope that you have an amazing one and yeah, that you talk nicer to yourselves and remember that you are fearless and